found it, try to sell it, never sell out of it. I probably only sell one. Good morning, good afternoon, Richmond. It's 12 noon, and I'm AWOD here on the new sports radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, it's a wacky Wednesday here in Richmond, the home for the Washington Commanders, whose search for a head coach continues. Ben Johnson yesterday decided to stay in Detroit. We broke that news live right here on The Fan, and so we march on. I ask you a question, though. Did Washington make a mistake in this coaching search? Kind of feels like it. Now, this is an offensive league. It's all about scoring points. They only had two offensive coordinators on the interview list, Ben Johnson and Bobby Slowick. Now, I think most of the fan base was convinced that Ben Johnson was going to be the guy. We've been putting him on a pedestal for the last three months, and he's delivered. I mean, that was just a perfect first half play calling for Detroit against the Niners. Now our only option seems to be a defensive-minded coach. Bobby Slowick staying in Houston. Ben Johnson staying in Detroit. 2024, the year of loyalty. Now, a defensive-minded coach is originally what I wanted. Right? I came right here on these airwaves and I said, Ron Rivera failed defensively. Most teams go from offense to defense, from offense to defense. I want to stick with defense. I want to blitz. I want to hit. I want playmakers. I want to get good at defense right now. And so I was... Convinced that I wanted to replace Ron Rivera with someone that was supposed to do what Ron Rivera was supposed to do. Make this defense elite. Well, in the last few months, I've been convinced by my colleagues, co-workers, and NFL reporters across the globe that this is an offensive league and the teams having recent success are all built around quarterbacks and a brilliant offensive mind calling the plays. That's what we're looking at right now. Kansas City Chiefs. San Francisco 49ers, some brilliant offensive minds. Baltimore Ravens, really good offense. Couldn't get it done last week. Detroit Lions, Ben Johnson really impressed me. But we're not getting those guys. So now I ask you, if you have to decide once again, would you like the commanders to go with one of the guys that they've already interviewed? Or should they open up the process once again, start over, and interview six or seven new candidates? Are you in on a defensive-minded coach or an offensive-minded guy? I think if you go defensive-minded guy like Dan Quinn, there's a chance Eric Bieniemy's still on the roster next year as the offensive coordinator once again. If you wanted an offensive guy, if you were convinced that the only way for this team to be good was to pair a young quarterback with a brilliant offensive mind, it's hard to not think that the commanders screwed this up. They did. Right? They were too circled in on Ben Johnson to see the field. And the field shrunk around him. And now, here we are, continuing in this process. Only two teams without a head coach. Seattle and Washington. Mike McDonald, one of our top candidates, is on a flight to Seattle right now. And I don't think he's returning. <laughs> I think he's going to become the head, next head coach of the Seahawks. Never to come back. So, we'll be following this coach's search here as it continues Throughout the rest of the week, I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, we begin the show every day by catching up on anything you might have missed around the sports world with the Sports App. Here it is, everybody. Clearly, this is the future. Stats, scores, highlights. Whoa, are you serious? Wi-Fi plus 3G, 64K. This one, this one. The Sports App. And we begin in the NFL. 
Awad and Michael Phillips will be headed to Vegas for the Bud Light Big Game Week 5 shows live from Las Vegas ahead of the big game. We've got the Pro Bowl coming up this weekend, Sunday at 3 p.m., the NFC versus the AFC in flag football. Jerry Jones came out in an interview and said there's no doubt that he could work with Bill Belichick. Maybe that's an option in the future. I kind of think there are several teams in the NFL that are a bad season away from firing their coach. I think two of them are in this division with the Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah. Right? Like, the Eagles need to almost win the division and win a playoff game for Sirianni to keep his job. And the Cowboys, they probably need to make the NFC title game for McCarthy <laughs> to keep his job with Belichick and Vrabel circling like sharks uh, ready to pounce if, if anything falls outside of the boat. Tom Brady made headlines yesterday as he was on the Pat McAfee show talking about accountability in the NFL. Let's take a listen to TB12. I don't see it as much in NFL teams right now as accountability. I think that there's a certain way that the team needs to operate in order to be successful. And and I was okay with that. If the coach was going to be hard on me, I was going to accept the difficult coaching because I needed to hear it. And again, it motivated me. And there was a lot of players on our team that would see me get coached hard and that they would say, okay, I got to step my game up because I don't want to get yelled at. Tom's getting yelled at. I don't want to get yelled at. Tom's okay with getting yelled at. We've got several members of the Washington Commanders not okay with getting yelled at by Eric Bieniemy. Get those people out of the building. They're not winners. Tom makes total sense there. You have to be coach hard. That's how you become sex- successful in this league. Let's move over to the NBA on the Sports app. Warriors and 76ers involved in a good game last night. Uh, Joel Embiid missed the game and will have an MRI on his latest injury. But Steph Curry, Chef Curry, he was in action for the Warriors as he hits this big three in route to a 37-point performance and a Warriors 119-107 to win. Here's the call on 95-7, the game. 104-95. Curry stepped back, three off the dribble, hits another one. Curry's been fantastic tonight. He's got 33 points. And Stephen Curry, 30 in each of his last three games. In the Eastern Conference, the Boston Celtics, one of the top teams against the Indiana Pacers, uh, who, of course, made that trade for Pascal Siakam. They've got Tyrese Halliburton going to make his way back into the lineup. But Jason Tatum was just too good. As Boston gets the win, 129-124, to 124, Tatum puts up 30 to hold off. A feisty Indiana Pacers squad. Here's Taysom Tatum for three on 98.5, the Sports Hub. 115-108, Celtics by seven, 8.47 to go. Tatum steps to his right, pretty good look at a three, got it. Oh, you can see that one developing. Fourth of the night for Jason Tatum, he's got 28. And of course, today is a Wizards Wednesday. We'll be joined by Dave Johnson, the play-by-play voice of the Washington Wizards at 12.30 as it is a full slate of NBA games. But last night... LeBron and the Lakers got rocked by the 20-27 and 27 Atlanta Hawks. They put up 36 in the first quarter to have a seven-point lead, stretched that in the second, and dominated in the second half and route to a 16-point win, 138-122. to 122. DeJounte Murray with a couple nice floaters in the lane. Trey Young finished with 26 points, 13 rebounds. As LeBron said, any given night, we can get our ass kicked. Let's take a listen to 
LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers. We could, on any given night, beat any team in the NBA. And then on any given night, we get our ass kicked by any team in the NBA. That's just the... What's our record? Under 500? Yeah, but 24-25? That's where we are. Yep, and that's what the Lakers have been this season. That's why I, I guarantee they're going to make a trade before the deadline. Uh, possibly one of the Hawks' backcourt guys in Trey Young or DeJounte Morey or maybe even Zach Levine. They need to add some more shooters around LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Yeah, below 500. Ouch. Lakers sitting at 24 and 25. Let's talk a little college hoops here on the Sports App. As, of course, 910 The Fan is the home for the VCU Rams, and they played the best 16 minutes in the start of the first half that I've seen in the past two years. 10 of 15 from the three-point line. Could not miss. Defensive stop after defensive stop. Brought the lead up to 20 points, 39-19. to then the Bonnies went on a 7-0 run, cut the lead to 13. And in that second half, they went at VCU with a knife and just carved into the lead. And this game dragged out as the Rams saw their lead windled down. Eventually, it was tied. St. Bonaventure took a lead. The Rams had a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie it. It goes in and out. Bon- the Bonnies rally past VCU 67-62. to Next up for the Rams, they will be at the Seagull Center hosting these Spiders, who are on the road at Fordham tonight, trying to stay undefeated in A-10 conference play. Uh, In the ACC, Virginia Tech has a few days off before their next game, February 3rd, after that loss to Duke on Monday night. And the Hoos, UVA, are at home, John Paul Jones Arena, hosting Notre Dame, trying to get revenge on the Irish for the loss they took to them right at the start of ACC play. We'll drive down Richmond Highway with the czar, Gary Hess, at 2.15. Talk a little NBA on the fast rake with AWOD. And, of course, we're following the commander's coaching search at 1 p.m. on the Richmond Commander. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Luke Hancock from the ACC Network will join us to talk a little ACC hoops at 2 p.m. It is a Wednesday, which means at 1.30 we've got the Cowan Gates Hokies update with Bill Roth. But joining us right now in studio, we've got uh, we've got Jeff Wicker and Rick joining us uh, to discuss the NFL Odyssey <laughs> confidence pool. Now, oh. Stubb has been charged with putting this pool together. And uh, the winner gets a $25 gift certificate to River City Roll. Oh, yeah. Not just a bowling alley, seasonal menu, great pizza, good beer, a great place to hang out with live entertainment on Friday and Saturday night. But joining us in studio are the two guys battling for last place in this confidence <laughs> pool. So what what went wrong, Wicker? Here's what went wrong. Detroit should have won that game. <laughs> Detroit, I agree. Right? Detroit should have won that game. Game. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, I, well, what happened was that the 49ers made some adjustments at halftime, and Christian McCaffrey's a beast. Dude, I'm like, wow, how did that happen? Reality yeah. set in. That's what yeah. happened. It's reality. Is that what it is? It had to happen that so, way. So, did, who did you pull on for on that one? Well, my picks for the uh, final four, it had nothing to do with football. 
I was only rooting for the Eminem versus Taylor Swift halftime show. Okay, there you go. <laughs> in which new single drops at the halftime show, immediately goes to number one across the nation. Eminem's got that painted black beard. Did that's you right. see that? God, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. So the the reason we brought you in is because we we send out the email asking if everybody wanted to join this confidence pool. First place gets a twenty five dollar gift certificate. Last place has to be an intern for the day on a Wad Radio. And do you know there for a while you were only one point ahead of me, and I'm thinking, I oh, I've got to beat Awad. <laughs> I've got to beat A-Wad. So that's where a lot of my picks were. I thought, well, I got to just go opposite him. Yeah. To to get points. That's I. And then of course it didn't work out. Yeah. So. If either of you guys lose in the Super Bowl for this confidence pool, you have to be an intern for the day. Rick, oh, are, are you okay God. with that? I am, but now I want to pick the same thing he picks. Oh, you do? So well, that so, way, with, oh, if, we'll if I lose, there'll, there'll we'll be two be of us. I knew you guys were going to say that, so we've got an answer for that. All right. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. I, think, I think we need to add a little more juice to this. All okay. right. So okay. loser of this competition for the Super Bowl, all right, has to be an intern for the day. I mean, stop. This place is dusty. This place is all dusty. right. You guys are going to be anti dusting this place. I've well, already bought new toothbrushes so you can scrub the floor. I mean, you're going to be janitors for the day. I hate to say it. Yeah. I'm an eat freak. Uh-huh. That's right up my alley. <laughs> I mean, I mean, You're I, I, could, I could see. It. I, I could see last place right, right now. <laughs> if you want me, to, I'll just start. <laughs> you got to see my studio. It's spick and span. <laughs> I love that. So I wanted to make it a little more juicy. So okay. the loser has to be interned for the day. Okay. The winner between you two. Uh-oh. We'll get another $25 gift oh, certificate no. in the city nice. roll. So, All right, so there's more go, on the line We can't here. pick the same team? So or? you can pick the same team, but here's what we're going to do. Points. You have to pick the winner. Okay. You have to pick the points. Yeah. Okay. And also MVP. three different player props All right, that we're oh, going to come wow. up with here okay. on nice. the spot. So, All right. okay, uh, here we go. Stubb, can you provide both these guys with a sheet of paper uh, and a pencil? Can we one. do that uh, here? We've got pens right here. He's got one sheet of paper. Here's one. I need that one. He needs that one. He needs That's his notes. That's his notes. That's my notes. That's his notes. All right. So what I want you to do, we'll start with this. Write down the winner of who you think will win the Super Bowl in Vegas right now. We're not going to reveal that yet on air. Stubb, can we get a little NFL theme music here for this? Okay. Got the winner. Taylor Swift is my pick. Oh, All right. yeah. 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 there you go. That's it. <laughs> All right. Next question. Okay. All right. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Over or under 263 yards? 262.5 yards passing. Over Two, or under 262.5? What did he do in the last game against Stop. Kansas? Stop. What did he do last uh, game? It was not that high. It wasn't that I high. I know that. His completion, <laughs> his completion <laughs> I believe it was, was, I believe it was somewhere around 220. Yeah. I can check real quick. Yeah, that's a tough one. I, All I right. hate to do this, but I'm going to go. Okay. All right. All right. Next up, we are going to go with receiving prop on Taylor Swift's boyfriend. All right. Travis Kelsey. Mm. Yes. All right. Over under 70.5 yards. 70.5 yards receiving over or under. Stubb, do you have a player prop you wanted to throw out there? Yeah, I will. Uh, Last game, uh, heads up, he got 116. I'm going to say Christian McCaffrey rushing over under 90. Over under 90. Christian McCaffrey Hmm. rushing. It's it's at ninety point five on fan. Oh wow, that was were, that was off the, the bucket. So wow, we'll give right him the point five. So we'll say ninety point right, sure. five over under for Christian McCaffrey. Oh man! And then third, the the final prop here we should do we should do a juicy one. Right? Wanna, okay, okay. Yeah, what are you thinking? Anytime, anytime touchdown. You want to do one of those? No, no? That's, that's that's too that's tough. Too, that's that's too, too tough. tough. That's too tough. How about we how about we do 
over the, under Jason Kelsey makes <laughs> with his shirt on. <laughs> we'll just do the points for the entire game. Points for the whole game. All right. Oh, so just, oh, okay. just the total the both, both points over under 47 and a half. All right. Oh, so this is the man. combination of the 49ers and the Chiefs. The final score over 47 and a half would be something it? like 25-24. I want to the Detroit game. What was that? What was, what, do you know uh, what it was? Can, that was a 65-point game. Yeah. That was a 65-point yeah. game? Yeah. Okay. But the Chiefs-Ravens was, was only 27. 27. It was 17-10. Mm, okay. right, and so I want to make a correction. Mahomes threw for 241. Threw 241. Week. But right. the over-under sitting at 262.5. So he'll need to have a better game than that. All, All right. right. So now we can reveal these one at a All time right. here. We will start with the player props <clears> and work our way up. The over-under on total points. Rick, what are you picking? Under. Under. Oh, okay. Mark that down. Okay. All right. Mark I'm, that down. And I'm going over. And he's so, going over. Yeah, so, okay. so we Good. know already we that have is a... That is for one point on yep. the line. We'll go. add up the amount of points that you get for okay. each of these right. bets. The next one was Christian McCaffrey. Over-under, 90 and a half yards. Rick, we'll start with you. Under. You're going under. Why are you going under? Because I have a feeling the Chiefs will go out early, and if McCaffrey's used, it'll be passing yards. Mm, good point. Yeah, they do love to throw to him. They love to throw. They him. love that's to true. throw to him. I'm going over. You're going over. I'm going over. So that's two right there, where they're on the <laughs> opposite is, side of opposite. it. This is juicy. Over. Who's going to be an over. intern for the day on AWOD Radio? Oh, yeah. Boy. All right. The other prop was Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Yes. What are you thinking, Rick? Over. He was 11 for 11 on targets yeah. <clears throat> last week, so it's got to be over. Yeah. Okay, so we're both over. You're both over, both over on, on that one. Okay, All right. We're even. All right. I actually kind of think that the Niners are going to make sure that he doesn't have as good of a game. I mean, he just and destroyed I, yeah, the I'm Ravens. afraid of that. Yeah. But I'm no, but over. Baltimore did a, a good job on him last week. I have a feeling 49ers could do the same thing. Don't let him beat him deep. Yeah. Let him have dink and Right, d- the little dink and dunk yards. Yep. So I think, I think that's where they're going to do the same thing. Yep. yep. All right. And then we've got Patrick Mahomes over under 262.5 passing yards. I'm saying over. You're saying over? Under. Under. Okay. All right, so they've All gone right. the opposite so way gone, on yes. three different bets. Yeah. Now let's get to the big game. We've got the Bud Light big week next week, broadcasting live from Radio Row in Vegas. Make sure you're locked to 910 The Fan. Rick, who are you picking? Travis Kelsey's girlfriend's favorite team. <laughs> He's going Chiefs. Me too. You're going Chiefs going as well. Chiefs All right, well. so that won't decide the winner, but the player props will. Yes, they will. Yeah, yeah. So this and, will and be good. We cannot have a tie, right, Stub? No, since it's three. Yeah. They, since, yeah they, three. since they separated on three of the five, yeah. there yeah, cannot so be a there tie. Will not be a tie. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I'm rooting for Wicker because he likes to clean. Yeah, like, and this place <laughs> is so, rooting, so dirty. Have you seen my desk, desk right? I mean, this place is grimy. <laughs> I mean, look at this. We got like random. What are we doing with the TJ Fridays menu in here? I look at that every now and, <laughs> and then. Do you? I do. Just yeah, get you, you fired you, up for You open food. a window in here, you, it's particles everywhere. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> the visibility goes Why down. Why would you open a window in here? It's supposed to smell like a locker room. for here? I'm not rooting for them, but I'm picking the Chiefs. Okay. Oh, but between these two? Yeah, yeah, between these two. I think I'm also rooting for Wicker to lose for the same reason. Yeah, I'm, could, afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid. I mean, if San Francisco comes out and dominates, I'm losing this thing yeah. big time. Well, let me ask you this. When was the last time you had an intern working on your station? Oh, gosh, it's been pre-pandemic. Yeah. What yeah. was the craziest thing you ever made your intern do? Oh, gosh. Don't even, I mean, we used to send – there was one of my favorite things we did. I forget why we did this. But we sent him out with a fan, like a you know, like a, a blowing fan, uh-huh. and let listeners throw eggs into the fan and get it all over them. <laughs> and I forget, I forget what it was. I forget. That's what such it. a good bit. And, you know, that was with Skip. You know, yeah, Skip. Yeah, yeah. That was with yeah, Skip. Yeah, that's Skip. That's how Adam's going to make me do that. I forget yeah. what the heat. It was one of those egg on the face kind of things. He lost yeah. some bet. Yeah. And we threw the egg. <laughs> that's so oh, funny. Oh, and the listeners. 
Oh, man. <laughs> well, when I was an intern, the number one thing I had to do was get coffee and tea for all well, the there hosts. there you go, Sam. Right? All right, but so you guys will have to be getting us some nice coffee. We're yeah, gonna send you on a Dunkin' Donuts sure, run we'll or we'll something like that. Stop. We'll what are you that. thinking? What can we? What can we make these fellow interns do? I do here? like the coffee run. Yeah. Obviously, some dusting could be done around here. Yeah. I'll help you before or after the coffee. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do a lot of the the intern work around here. Maybe uh, maybe I'll right. figure out something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, you this to is pass off. Maybe they could post the podcast. <laughs> Ooh, right? that'd yeah. be nice. No, this is going to be write, a ton of fun. They so. can write the podcast description yeah. for me. Ooh, I, I don't picking? like doing. I didn't hear who you were picking <laughs> to win this. Yeah, the big game or to win between you guys? No, no, not between <laughs> us. The big game. The big game. It's going to be hard for me to pick against the Chiefs. They, yeah, they've been okay. there. They've got it done before. Now this is a rematch from 2020. Chiefs won 31 20. But in that game, the Niners had a chance to win it, missed on a deep pass. Uh, so it's, right. it's pretty much even. Plus, the Niners now have better quarterback in Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah, so they've, they've improved. Whereas Kansas City, yeah, I think you could argue Mahomes has gotten better, Kelsey's gotten better, but they lost uh, Tyreek Hill from that team. Okay, all right. Uh, and a few good defensive players, too. So I, I think it's going to be a great game. It should be. I think yeah. it's going to be a good game, too. Yeah, I think it's going to be a ton of fun. I know you think I'm going to lose this thing, don't you? you <laughs> All right, so <laughs> when can people hear you on your sta- on your station, Wicker and Wild? I am on Monday through Friday from 530 to 10 on Mix 98.1. All right, call in and tell Wicker you're rooting for him to win the Odyssey <laughs> NFL Confidence Pool. Rick, thanks so much for thanks stopping so much, by, man. man. We appreciate, appreciate it. Go Rams. Got to bounce back on Saturday. Uh, it's a big game uh, for many reasons, not just pride, but the entire season. Depends on this because if they lose this game, then the confidence not only of the team but the fans goes out the window. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. It's a big one. It's a big right. one for big the one. city. Yep. VCU hosting the Richmond Spiders. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio 910 The Fan, now at 105 1 FM. The commander is still searching for their head coach, not Ben Johnson. So then who? We'll discuss that on the Richmond Commander. That's every day on AWOD Radio at 1 p.m. We'll go around the NFL, and I want to discuss which team wins the position group battle between Kansas City and San Francisco. Like, just looking at it, Stubb, I think you say quarterback goes to Kansas City, running back goes to San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, that's a lock right there, especially with McCaffrey and the way Mahomes has played. With the other positions, I think it's a little up in the air. Like, tight ends should go to Travis Kelsey, but George Kittle's no slouch. He's in the top two tight ends in the the league right now. I think that's, that's hard to debate. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we'll go around the NFL at 115 on NFL Hits. But joining us right now for a Wizards Wednesday on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline, play-by-play voice of the Washington Wizards, Dave Johnson. What's going on, Dave? Well, I thought the Super Bowl was already decided that the NFL has it in for uh, uh, Taylor Swift and, and the Chiefs, and it's already been fixed, right? Isn't that the theory that's going around? It's, a, it's amazing the conspiracy theories I'm hearing because the NFL is always a part of conspiracy theories, and some justified. Um, but that, that you know somehow they arrange this Taylor Swift thing uh, to increase ratings, which it will and it has. And uh, I was hearing a discussion earlier today that you know often various television networks uh, will do counter programming, obviously to the Super Bowl because uh, you know everybody watches the Super Bowl, and sometimes these networks will will come up with programming that, that's aimed more at, at women because. You know, there, there might be that belief that they're not that interested in the Super Bowl. But now, with Taylor Swift involved, 
they're going to be watching the Super Bowl anyway. And again, I, there's plenty of women football fans out there, so I'm not I'm not suggesting that. I'm just I'm just relaying what has been historically done and and has been what programmers have said. In fact, let me point out some of the best football fans. Uh, before I start getting emails, <laughs> are women football fans and also some of the most knowledgeable uh, football fans as well. Dave, but, but that's in, historically how it's gone. Yeah, at any point this season or in the postseason, did you watch a game and say, there's just too much Taylor Swift on TV? Well, I've been know, saying I want more Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, there, there's good, I've got to be brutally honest. The We all think we don't want Taylor Swift. And and, I, and again, I'm not. A, she's a wonderful artist, but uh, you know, it, uh, it's it's not my thing, or, or my that's not on my playlist. Um, but I, I got to admit, you know, as I turn on the Ravens Chiefs on on Sunday, and then Travis Kelsey catches a pass, I'm thinking, all right, well, let's let's see what Taylor thinks. But <laughs> but but I'm just being honest. I mean, we all. It, it's like the old Jim Gaffigan joke, where uh, nobody claims to read people magazine, but yet it has 40 million subscribers or whatever. You know? <laughs> so, so none of us, we don't want to admit uh, that, yeah, I did kind of want to see Taylor Swift. We all want to go around saying, no, 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 that, you know, we're all football. And I, I just want to see uh, the, the telestrator work and the diagram. We don't want to see Taylor cheer. And, but yet we also read people magazine. Dave Johnson with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Wizards rookie Bilal Koulibaly selected to compete in the 2024 uh, All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis as a rising star. How cool is that? It's it's cool for uh, what some fans call him, cool baby. I mean, he is (laughs) a cool baby. Uh, Bilal Koulibaly is just, um, you know, you're not going to, I know I hate uh, to, one time, you know, I used to always talk about, you know, this guy's a nice guy, that guy's a nice guy. One of my son's friends once said, well, it sounds like every player is nice. Well, they are, they basically are. So I was about to say, you're not going to be the nicer kid, but maybe you will. But he is, uh, you know, uh, just such a, a, a sweet guy who's come over here. And you know what? He's taken the advice of Kevin Serafin, who was a French player we had for a while. And Kevin Serafin told him uh, and worked with him while he was in France. He said, don't come over here like some scared Frenchman. In other words, um, the NBA is, is by far the best league, uh, obviously, in the world. And it's such a huge jump, as we, we've talked about before, between college uh, uh, and NBA. Um, so, in other words, just play. The, he was trying to tell him, now, it's easy to say, don't be afraid and, and just play your game. But then when you get over here and you've been playing in France and there's gyms of four or 5,000, which they typically have, and now you suddenly, you know, 20,000 and, and lights and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but he is just uh, like, not like a 19-year-old kid. As we all go ahead, listeners and everyone, try to think, you know, what was churning in your side, inside of you when you're 19. And he just, he's just smooth. And, and his teammates talk about, you know, once you tell him something once, he gets it. Um, and that's why I was a C student. You had to tell me like six or seven times before <laughs> I got anything. Um, so, uh, you know, he is, they've brought him along um, and they can do that because we're in a, in a rebuilding phase at, at, a, at a pace, but you can't replace the experience he's had in, in guarding people and, you know, seeing him block a Lemon Yaman shot the other night was, uh, was pretty cool. Uh, you know, so, I'm so happy for him because uh, he really is 
is he's a, a, a part of this process. We said the Wizards had to hit on draft picks, and let me tell you something. We're going to hear more from him, and you're going to see more eye popping numbers in years to come. And the only reason you haven't yet is because. They're just bringing him along and developing, but he knows how to play the game of basketball. Yeah, no, it's been fun to follow this season. Hey, Dave, there's been a lot of news since we last had you on the show, so a couple rapid-fire questions. First, do you know what role in the front office Wes Unsell Jr. Uh, will be doing now? No, I, I don't yet, uh, and, but, I, but I do believe that, that there will be something because it is, as you appreciate it, it's, a, it's not your typical, uh, when I say typical situation where, you know, a coach – uh, you know, that gets fired or whatever you want to term it. Um, and, and, you know, he has no ties <laughs> to the organization. I mean, uh, you know, going back to his father, there's, there's, and, and this is where he got his start, uh, he's got, you know, tremendous ties to the, the organization. So um, I, I do believe he wants, he can be uh, a, a great asset to the team. And, and again, the, the Wizards, since that coaching change, obviously we won two or three games, but. You know, that's not an indictment on, on you know, Wes Unsold. It, it's when they talked about um, a new voice, and sometimes that that is just the reality of, of coaching, um, that uh, you look at why the Wizards were, were successful in, in both Detroit and San Antonio, um, it's things like rebounding. And, you know, is that, is that did Wes have the wrong rebounding strategy? No. I mean, that's, you know... Uh, why, why, as Greg Popovich talked about why the Wizards beat the Spurs on, on uh, Monday, they, they just played harder. Now, uh, you know, why is that? It, it wasn't because Wes wasn't a good coach. It just, it's, it's the dynamic in all sports and, and why sometimes coaches don't last because they believe there needs to be a new voice. So, yeah, it's, I don't, we don't know the role yet, but I, I think he will have a role. Tell us a little bit about the coaching style of Brian Keefe. Well, he has just come in, and, and um, again, he was hired by Wes Unseld, so this is an incredibly difficult uh, situation for him. But, but, you know, it's difficult, but having said that, uh, it, it, it's a reality. You know, nobody feels sorry for you, and, and uh, the show goes on. And, um, and, and why they made the change, they, they felt they were not getting the competitiveness they needed uh, out of the team, and there's still a lot of season left. I mean, there's 30 some games or whatever it is. Yeah. So you know, let's let's see. You know what this group can be, and, and specifically certain players in certain situations. Um, but his he just you know he doesn't want to talk about anything but defense, 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 and then he wants to talk about defense. So <laughs> no matter what no matter what question we bring him up in the pregame, it, it always comes back, um, and, and that's where he's uber focused and. You know, I think it's, um, you know, it's shown in the uh, in the first couple of ga- you know, games. Uh, but again, you, you know, they're, they're not. It's not like he's coming in with a with a whole new <laughs> defensive scheme. It's the same stuff. Um, but it's about can you get, you know, uh, players uh, to uh, defense is hard in this league to play because the other team, the other players are that good. Um, and everybody scouts so well. Everybody knows what everybody's doing. And, you know, as, as I always I used to joke, it, it's a wonder there's any scoring in this league because it's so well scouted. And But it's a credit to, you know, how talented the players are. But, um, you know, the bottom line, you know, they're, they're playing harder right yeah. now, and that's going up on the defensive end. Now the, the question is, okay, that's 
you know, again, we see this, and this is the reality you see in all sports that there's there's a, a coaching change. Sometimes will, will produce a short term bump, if you will, uh, but that's not what they want. They want you know uh, a long term. Uh, sustained strong finish the next 30 games. That's what we have to see. Yeah, no, it, it certainly feels like it's you know lit a fire under the butt of a few players, and they're hustling more, and it showed out well in the last two games. Clippers at Capital One Arena for a game against the Wizards tonight. What's your preview, Dave? Well, uh, now I'm going to sound like Brian Keith. <laughs> it, 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 it is about you know the, the defense uh, and. And, you know, can they continue to bring uh, that kind of energy? And, and by the way, you know, a big part of that also has been, and this is, you know, a, you know poor timing for, for you know, West Huntsville Jr. He didn't get much time with, with uh, uh, Marvin Bagley III. Uh, you know, having both Marvin Bagley III and Daniel Gafford involved in the, in, in the equation has is, is helped this team immensely because, you know, part of, of defense is uh, – rebounding and and that's you know what the wizards were doing giving up you know too many too many second chances so um you know like they're, they're playing a, a clippers team that's got some uh, elite players whether it's Kawhi leonard or, or, or paul george but um uh, you know so therefore that again puts the emphasis on don't give this team you know second chances and, and look the wizards philosophy is, is 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 no secret they need to turn their defense into offense, they're they're not the Wizards are not uh, a team that in a half court game can beat the LA Clippers, and 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 that's what they have to try to keep that pace up tonight because that's that's the secret to the Wizards' success. Dave, always appreciate you taking the time. Thanks so much, man. All right, and, and I uh, thanks for letting me know the Super Bowl hasn't been decided. I might now watch. I, I thought <laughs> already decided, but I, I might watch now. So thanks. <laughs> That's Dave Johnson, play-by-play voice of the Washington Wizards. Radio party can be heard right here on 910 The Fan. I'm Adam Epstein. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. We'll take your calls at 1 p.m. on the Richmond Commander. Ben Johnson out as the next head coach of the Commanders. So who? Who do you want? to be hired as the next head coach of the football team here locally, formerly known as the Skins, the Washington Commanders. We'll go around the NFL and discuss the position group battle between Kansas City and the San Francisco 49ers. It is a Wednesday, which means at 1.30 we'll take Bill Roth for the Cowan Gates Hokies update. We'll talk a little ACC hoops with Luke Hancock at 2 p.m. Uh, but right now we wanted to touch on a story that we discussed yesterday. It's a local story that's sweeping the nation. A trending topic that was the Richmond gun hole. In case you missed it, here's the story from earlier this week on NBC12. That's right, Kerr. Here it is in all its glory, the iconic Richmond gun hole, and it's gaining tons of attention on social media. It's simply an indentation here on the sidewalk shaped like a gun, and now we have a better idea of how it got here. You're not a Richmondite unless you've seen the gun hole. It's just something about being in Richmond, like only Richmonders would get it. People who have discounted Richmond as a two-bit town are coming back to see the gun hole, and they love it. Nestled on the sidewalk of Addison Street between Cary and Maine lies the iconic Richmond gun hole. When you're just walking along these nice Richmond streets, headed up for a bite at Sticky Rice, and you look down and... 
So basically, it gained a ton of attention on social media over the past week. More than, looks like, 3 million impressions. Not just Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all over the place. Stub, did you go see it yesterday? I was going to see it today. Really? I had plans. I thought about it yesterday, but I didn't get out of the studios until 11 p.m. from working uh, the VCU game. The update, the Richmond gunhold that gained tons of attention on social media, has now been patched up. It's How gone. about they fix the damn sidewalk since Scott's edition? I can't believe the gun hole got fixed before the diamond I'm got fixed. I'm so mad about this. I mean, this. it's just we simply do not have our priorities straight well, in Richmond. It's unbelievable. We'd have nothing fun. Right. We can't celebrate a little quirk in the city for a Was it a, that a, much a of a... Of a, of a distraction of the people living on Addison Street? Oh. They, do they complain? Oh, people are taking pictures oh, on my yeah. sidewalk. Oh, my gosh. They're, they're, they're leaving condoms on the street. I live across the street from a middle school. They're out there yelling across <laughs> across my apartment every day. I don't care. It's, it's annoying because the fact that people were making it into a shrine, it was starting to kind of really get going, I felt like, right? Like, yeah. it was it was picking up. I felt like within a week, you might have had people sleeping there. I was psyched to see it today. I know I you were. I Yeah. You were going to leave the studios right at 3 p.m. Yeah. before I had to go, go over there. I had to go get a haircut yesterday. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to go in the dark. I wanted to see it with the sun, you know, beaming down on it. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's Can't frustrating. Have anything. But we do have our reporter on the scene from... Uh, RVA Magazine called in yesterday to give us uh, his take on the Richmond gun hole. And here he is once again for an update. It's Goad Gatsby. What's going on, Goad? Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me back. I, I got to say, I mocked the, the possibility of the city patching it up quick, and they showed me. But meanwhile, everywhere else, like even on that same block, there's no sidewalk for a portion of, the, um, of Addison. But uh, you know how it is. There's there's gun hole nimbies in Richmond that you know just want to rain on everybody else's parade. Now, have you been back to the gun hole since it was fixed? Oh, uh, not since it's fixed. I was there last night at 11 p.m. because you know I wanted to go into City Beach and you know they don't allow guns, so I just tucked my <laughs> my gun into the gun hole. Um, you know, and, it, it, and every, everybody, you know, they don't trip over it because it's a nice indentation. Right. What was the scene like last night at 11 p.m.? Were, were people gathered around it saying a prayer? No, 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 no. They all go, they all go home at night. There's there's just uh, there's a, a Magic the Gathering card. There's a little tiny toy bicycle. You know, it's somebody left their baby, too. I, 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 I'm so sad that it's gone. I had plans to see it today. What what do you think? Is there a new hole that will pop up in right. Richmond? Is, yeah, there think, has to be a is, new is there a hunt social for media a new thing. a new anything for us well, to get excited about. Well, if a new hole pops up, I I'll be sure to tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You are our hole enthusiast here on the fan. Yeah, I mean it is. It's just shocking that. This gained enough steam and enough attention that they fixed it immediately. Like, you know, there's a million potholes around the city. We haven't fixed the diamond in 60 years. The, the report was, oh, they're going to have shovels in the dirt by April. They got shovels to cover this gun hole in two <laughs> days. It makes no sense. Well, Richmond is a very capable city, and it is capable of doing whatever it decides to put its mind on. And unfortunately, it's got its mind in the gutter sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are, are we to blame for this? Did we shine too bright a light on, on this on this story? Well, I was very, very, I was sworn to secrecy for a reason. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he, 
you know, here, here on the, on, on the fan, we never disclosed the location. We never, we never told people how to go there. It's always about stumbling across it, kind of, kind of making it your own kind of secret. But, you know, other people did kind of blow up, give the exact location on social media. And that kind of plays in too much. You want to sort of slowly uh, have people come in there instead of having an explosion of gun hole enthusiasts like me show up. Yeah, no, it's a good point. I mean, it really did explode as a story uh, over the last few days here. So the Chicago rat hole was out. The Richmond gun hole is in. But now that that's out, we might have to take a trip to Chicago and cover the rat hole. Yeah, that's how you do it as a city. No, right? no, no, no. <laughs> didn't, didn't you see that somebody also filled in the, the rat hole in no. Chicago and they had to they had to chisel it out? No way! <laughs> they de- they rehold it. You really are the whole enthusiast. <laughs> Tell us about that story. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, you you can look this up in uh, local local news story. But yeah, uh, sort of an, an uh, uh, another whole NIMBY covered uh, vigilante style instead of the city covering it up, and uh, people people just chiseled it out so they can continue to enjoy the Chicago rat hole. Yeah, no, it's frustrating, man. I mean, it just feels like. We don't have our priority straight. Oh, absolutely not. Right? I know this would be a quick fix. Yeah. Compared to, like, you know, the entire sidewalk being broken, but... What I don't understand, Goda, maybe you can, you know, shed some light on this, is you were out there at 11 p.m. There were reports as early as 8 a.m. this morning that the gun hole was covered. So, I mean, is that concrete still wet? Like, how did they get this done so quickly? Well... Uh, looking at uh, pictures on social media, yes, they showed up at around eight o'clock to start. Uh, and, and people in yellow vests, so I would assume they're city workers that that did that. And it's just quick drying cement. It can it can do that in an hour. I don't I don't know if you've ever done something similar to that. Um, I can tell you back in 2020 when people would set up uh, signposts at the Marcus David Peter Circle, they. They had uh, quick drying cement, and uh, they also had slow drying cement in order to set up uh, sort of permanent signs that were later uh, cut down by the city. But um, that that can be done in in an hour and, and stuck. But again, that's that's just what it is. Yeah. Can so we can we carve this one... back out? Like, is it is it against is it illegal to carve the <laughs> carve the gun hole back? Um, I would say that it is. Uh, at that point, because the city was the one that filled it in, that would be against the city code. If people were to do that, I would say it would be against the law. Hey, so Goad, you're my you're, non-lawyer opinion. Goad, you're you're the guy I would ask on this. If we wanted to get someone from a city council, somebody, a representative from the city, on to talk about this gun hole, who do you think we should reach out to? It's Jessica Lynch's district. Okay. Um, okay. I'm sure she would would love to to weigh in on the the gun hole issue. All right. So you're saying there's no chance this was a rogue anti hole agent. Ooh. This was the city. Uh, I, I unless somebody hired a crew that looks like city workers, <laughs> I would I would say it's the city. All okay. right. All right. Well, thanks for the update, man. And, and this story has legs. Uh, we'll be following it yeah. as there's any update. I don't know if you remember, uh, yesterday I said that there was a guy who put his house up on Chesterfield so he could move, be closer to the gun hole. He's devastated. <laughs> he, he's thinking about switch, switching his support from Stoney to Spanberger. <laughs>
All right, good call, man. We appreciate you chiming in. If you missed it earlier, the viral Richmond gun hole, which had been attracting local tourists to South Addison Street in the fan, has been filled. Oh, we lost it. We lost a good hole. We lost a good one. We lost a good one. <laughs> We lost the best hole we had here in Richmond. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.